Okay, with Jacqueline Escombe, the birthday list is the the screenplay, winning screenplay. Uh, I'm so interested about this this script because according to the blog interview, you wrote it nine years ago, and then you were you kind of forgot about it, and then you're clearing out your probably your files, and then you, you reread it, and you're like, oh, this is a good script, and I'm gonna I'm gonna is that is that the story? That is absolutely the truth. Yeah, I, I put it away. I think because I wrote it and I submitted it to various festivals and nothing happened with it. So I did that thing that writers do where you just put it away and you think it's not good enough. Um, and then I was clearing out stuff and I was doing yet another writing course and I found the script and, and read it, kind of skim read it and then thought, just hang on a second. And I read it again and thought, God, I love this story, but I can kind of see what's wrong with it. And so, yeah, I just did a massive rewrite on it, changed a lot of it, um, but but kept kind of the integral structure, the integral story of the main character. And yeah, created something that I just love now and that um, and now has done quite well. So yeah, there you go. Never, nothing is ever wasted. No, that's the, well, that's sort of the, that's the power of the rewrite. So, so, so just mm -hmm. the, 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 to, to rehash, you kind of, the thematic and the tone is kind of the same. The journey is the same, and then you said you you had to re, you just rewrote. What was the issue that you had with the script that you saw that you had like the, that you needed to rewrite? I don't think I had enough. Um, I don't think the stakes were high enough for the protagonist. I don't think she had a really clear reason for what she was doing. Um, there were just there were some character. There were parts of her character that weren't fully developed enough. And there were parts of her relationship with her husband, which is what she's really trying to escape from, that again, were just weak. And I think perhaps having had a bit more time to reflect on that, I could kind of, I could I could tweak all of those areas and, and make them more compelling, basically, and create more conflict, which obviously is always important. So New York City is the is the place to... Um... To be, I guess, to to find your to find yourself, and it's it's a it's almost like a well, it is. It's an individual love story. It's about yourself and about finding love yeah. within yourself. I guess, right? Yeah, and it's really an adventure across America because she she starts on this flight to New York City where she's allegedly going to be for a weekend, but she ends up in Denver in the mountains in Colorado on a dude ranch, and it's just this huge adventure that she's always wanted to take. Um, and it, which is self-discovery. It's the whole thing about becoming a sovereign woman and making those, choosing yourself instead of choosing everyone else, which is what society rewards women for. So yeah, it is It is a love story about her, but obviously there are love interests in there as well, just to keep it spicy. Of course, but at the same time, it's about, it's, you don't need a man to be happy. That's sort of what okay. you're reading between the lines. Yeah. Yeah, and I really wanted that to be clear at the end. And um, at, at one point, I do actually have a version of, version of the script where she doesn't end up with anyone. And, and in this version of the script, there are definite kind of, um, <laughs> there are sort of definite tendencies that she will end up with one of the guys. But yeah, I have several versions of the script and I really wanted it to be about her and not about her needing a man to be happy because clearly she's learned that that isn't the case. Have you have you been told the similarities between Eat, Pray, Love in your in your script? <laughs> um, I have. I've had it reviewed and, and read by a few people, and that's definitely that one always comes up. Yeah, it's the which reverse I, though, because she goes she goes to she goes to the the other the other side of the, of the ocean, and then she comes to this side of the ocean. I guess right. Yeah. In the script. Yeah. 
Yeah. And these are stories that I love. I love stories of women's self-discovery, particularly women who are, you know, who are a little bit more mature and they've got a bit more life under their belt, because I think there's a lot of comedy to be had from that because our reactions are a little bit different. Yeah. Under the Tuscan sun, I guess that's another uh, one of those. Yes. I got to find yes. myself uh, scripts, I guess. She goes to Italy yeah. in that context. Yeah. And who doesn't love Italy? I mean, yeah. Beautiful. But that's that's what I'm so curious about. So the like America, which you which your relationship with the United States, because obviously it's almost like the United States love story as well. Yes, um, I lived in America for four years. I've lived in Russia, America, South Africa, and I have so much love for America. And when this when I wrote the script, it, New York came to me and then um the whole Denver dude ranch thing. Cause I'd just been on a dude ranch and I loved it. And I had such an amazing experience up in the mountains with these kind of ranch guys and cowboys. And I just <laughs> thought I have to, I have to put this somewhere. I have to put this story somewhere in a script. So yeah, it was a better, but I think when I lived in America, I traveled a lot. And so I just have so much love for the place and the people. And I wanted to, to use that. Well, the, the interesting thing about the United States is that is that there's so many different pockets of individuality, right? Like every state mm -hmm. has its own little essence and kind of, you know, like its own little way. And you, you can't pinch and hold the United States in like one kind of oh, phrase yeah. because it's like there's so many different pockets. Like I said, like obviously you got New York City, it's almost like a country itself, right? And then you have yeah. the West Coast and then the South is its own little country. You know what I mean? Like there's all these little little pockets. Yeah, it's so diverse. And that's and that's why some of those characters are so rich, because it is so different. I mean, I lived in the Midwest for four years. So, um, yeah, I, <laughs> I've really seen I've really met a lot of great characters. Where did you where did you live? In, uh, I lived you, in, you... in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Really? Yeah, that's interesting. I so have it's done like, a that's like the, Chicago's little 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 brother, I guess, or little sister. Yes. Yeah, exactly. But such lovely, friendly people. Yeah, amazing yeah. friends. Because it's a it's a city that that's basically trying to reinvent itself in many ways. Mm. So, well, yeah. yeah, no, I've been there. It's it's uh, it's, it's it's Wisconsin's kind of an interesting uh, state in itself, right? Because it's got Madison, which is extremely like socially aware and like. In liberal, I guess that's the best word to describe it. And then the rest of the, you know what I mean? It's like, then it's like there's, yeah. there's some conservative pockets and stuff. It's very interesting state. Yeah. So, yeah. It's a, it's a fun so, but, but that's not in your script, though. Milwaukee's on your script. No. Um, I, yeah, that just didn't happen. Maybe the next one. <laughs> yeah. And then it's like, it's got that, you know, Chicago is always kind of like in its shadow, I guess, right? Yeah, but I love Chicago. Chicago's got such a great vibe. Yeah, but I just for me, New York is where she had to go for for this story. Um, but yeah, I'm no, I'm always I travel a lot, and I'm always looking for great places to write about. So okay, so you wrote. So how long did you kind of do the rewrite for? So nine years, you kind of saw it, and you're like, oh, yeah. How, how long was the rewrite? I would say I took a good. Uh, I would say it was probably three or four months of really concentrated effort on it. And then I stepped away from it for about a month and a half, went back, looked at it again and just thought, yeah, this is, this is the story. It's right. So yeah, it was, um, feels like it's been a long time coming that story, but um, I love it. I just love it. 
And so you're, I'm assuming in nine years, you're, you become a different person yourself, right? So like you're, you have yeah. different experiences, new, new, new uh, yes. sensibility. Yeah. And I think I could be, I think because of those experiences, I could write Jenny, the lead character, much more authentically. Um, I could put a lot more of my own experience into that. Um, and I think that's why I, I, I've got the story that I've ended up with now, because there's a lot of, um, there's a lot of me in that lead character and it's, there's a lot of pain and heartache and yeah, that I think hopefully that comes across in the script. Yeah. Well, that, that was my, I had that as a, the notes, like, is this kind of a personal story? So I guess it, I guess it is. Yeah. Do you know, I, I tend to write about real life experiences because I'm old enough and I've lived on enough continents to have had some really interesting and diverse experiences. So I tend to draw from my own life because I, there's enough there to be funny and tragic. <laughs> I don't need to draw from anywhere else. So yeah, there's there's a lot of me in this for sure. Yeah, no, well, at the same time, it's about, like like I said, it's about female empowerment, I guess, right? Like yes. finding yourself. Yeah. So. yeah, well, everything I write is designed to uplift and empower women. That's my yeah, goal. And not, and like I said, and rehashing it again, not not needing a man to, to basically yeah. define yourself, I guess, right? Yeah. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. No, because it's a that seems to be the big trend these days, like in a, in a very general sense, right? Like we're, we're basically like the females in general in the Western world are there's like there's a new renaissance happening. That's from my male perspective, I guess. Yeah, no, I would agree with that. There's definitely a trend, uh, especially here in the UK as well, with um, with stories that are about women speaking up, <clears throat> finding their voices, speaking up, championing what they stand for. Um, yeah, it's it's about that kind of not settling anymore. And I think those stories are, are powerful and can be very fun. I love to write comedy, so I'm always looking for that angle. Um, but yeah, there's certainly a lot uh, on TV here as well that reflects that trend. So yeah, it's it's good news so for women. You, so you wrote in the blog interview that um, you inspired, like it's, you said it should be made into a movie because women get trapped by marriage, motherhood, and the ideal being a uh, quote unquote, you quotation mark good woman instead of embracing adventure yeah. and following the path of self-discovery. What did you mean about, like you said, quotation marks, good woman? What is, what is that? What did yeah. you mean by that? Uh, well, and this comes from my personal experience as well. I'm from a generation of women where we were told to, um, to be the good girl, be nice and quiet and polite when we were growing up. And then that girl becomes the good, the good woman and the good wife who basically gives up herself for everyone else because that's what society rewards us for. So the more we sacrifice for others, where if it's our husbands, if it's our children, you know, then, then we're seen to be valuable because of that. And I think what we're seeing now is a swing in the opposite direction of women saying, that really doesn't work. That really makes women completely miserable. And we need to find another way. And so you see these stories and these women in life who are stepping out, taking chances, taking action, standing up for themselves and refusing to believe that it's selfish to choose your career, to choose the way you want to live. And maybe that's not serving a man or your family or expecting um, more equality in life. I think that's um, that's what I was trying to reflect in the story, but I've had my own journey of being the good woman and the good wife, and it's so easy to swear, so I'm not going to. <laughs> but yeah, I think um, I see a lot of women in midlife who are really stuck in that pattern, and they're so stuck they can't get out of it, and it creates a lot of um, ill health. My background is also health, so I've seen a lot of really sick women um, 
And that's also why I want to write to create change. Yeah. And you're talking about emotional health, right? So like about like the your yeah. inner spiritual health. Well, everything for me as a health practitioner, everything starts in the emotional. So if it gets to the physical, then it started a long time ago in the emotional. So everything starts there and then it manifests into physical symptoms. But yeah, absolutely. I'm under that agree. I, I agree with what you just said. And, and, and you, you kind of hope that the medical profession in a, in the, like agrees with them, says that like, because they're always about the physical, right? They're always about healing like what's wrong with you? Like uh, physically, they don't really get to the emotional or the spiritual, I guess, in a general yeah, I sense. Mean, I, I think the allopathic method, which is what we think of when we go to see our doctors, yeah. um, is, is based around um, doctors being trained to recognize and treat symptoms of disease. They're not actually trained to look for the cause. Um, and I think that's changing now with functional and alternative medicine really beginning to have its day. But yeah, my my perspective uh, in working with anyone is always, OK, let's see. Let's go back to where this started. Let's go back to the the mental, emotional roots of whatever these symptoms are, because unless we unless we can rebalance those, then everything I give you is a band aid. So, yeah, I completely agree. Yeah, no, it, it is a band-aid uh, profession, right? The medical profession. So yes, yeah. yes, yeah. No, that, made, that I totally, I I couldn't agree with you more. Like, because I I one hundred percent agree with that. So on also, I I, ne I never really do this, but I I really liked your answers in the blog interviews. So I'm I'm refreshing <laughs> this. And you also said, what are you passionate about? And you said, you said travel and adventure and yoga, teaching yoga, but dancing on tables. And I'm just like, I'm saying yeah. this tongue in cheek, but isn't that a little dangerous to dance on tables? Like, especially if you're wearing heels, like you, don't, you can fall and get hurt. And <laughs> You know, Matt, you've got to have a strategy for everything, right? <laughs> I mean, yeah, if you want to wear stilettos, don't be up on the tables. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, I... I, I love to dance. And if there's, you know, a way to get up above the crowd and be on a table, because then you get to see everyone as well. And there are some brilliant pubs in the UK where you can do that. You can get up on tables um, and just dance around and have fun. And I think that is so I'm, I'm about anything that liberates women. And I think dance is a great liberator. So yeah, I'm all for table dancing. I didn't, know if that was, I didn't know if that was metaphorically or that was like a you actually dance on tables. So no, I do dance on tables, hundred percent. Yeah. <laughs> so how's the script doing? It's like it won art con uh, the contest that that we're that that why, reason why we're talking. Like, is it doing well when you're sending out the festivals? Yes. Yeah, it's placed in uh, three festivals now, which I'm really pleased about, and I intend to. I'm actually going to, and um, there's a big screenwriting festival in London in two months time where I'm going to go and pitch it. There are lots of execs there. Um, so I'm going to pitch it then. I've actually been fully focused on my latest script, which I'm just finishing, which is another female empowerment story. So I'm taking those two to go and pitch and let's see what happens. Yeah. No, I think it's, it's well, we talked about the themes, but also like from a physical, like from a shooting standpoint, the idea of like the fish out of water kind of concept, but going to America and kind of seeing, because it's a very polarizing country, like everybody has different ideas about the United States right now. So kind of like, you know, a European going to America and kind of falling in love with the different pockets of it. That's, there's, there's something there for sure. Yeah, yeah. And I love that she goes, you know, when she goes to New York, all she ever wanted to do when she was younger was travel and adventure, but she hasn't done it for 20 years. So she is, so she gets there thinking, I know how to do this, you know, and then of course everything goes wrong. And um, 
she, she you know there's just a lot of physical comedy in that as well and when she gets lost in the mountains there's a there's that other angle of you know here's this woman who was once this brave young adventurer who's now completely out of her depth and fighting for her survival so it just shows the it's i think it's a nice arc yeah it's a rom-com where basically you're there's going to be some male hookups or there's going to be some romance of course but it's not it doesn't define the story in a, in a typical rom-com yes yes and actually both there are two two kind of what we might call love interests in the story two male love interests but both of them actually really serve to awaken her to the love for herself the love for that journey of self-discovery and both of them really facilitate that um as well as being you know hot and appealing no, but that's part of the angle too. When you're pitching, is that that's like you're you're doing a, a typical concept, like a, a Hollywood concept, romantic comedies. We all understand that, but you're turning it on its head because it does it does need a refresh, like the romantic comedy. I think the romantic comedies they've been around since the 1920s in movies, right? They've been around for centuries in storytelling. They'll always be around, but we got to kind of refresh the the brand because it's. We kind of see with five minutes into the most of these romantic comedies, we see we know the ending, we know where this is going. Like we now that it's they're going to show they're going to throw conflicts to kind of like make sure that it's an hour and a half instead of ten minutes, right? So, <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like it's like we know that McConaughey's going to get together with Kate Hudson, you know. Yeah. <laughs> for example, like they think they did three movies together, like in two hours, but like they'll they'll throw conflicts. Yeah. To, to get to there but we but your film it's the you're like i said it's turning it on, on its head it's it's redefining the the genre that we like as an audience yeah no that was certainly that was certainly my goal to to freshen it up and tell those slightly different uh stories where the woman was definitely driving the story and not just at the mercy of the man or needing to be validated by the man yeah 100 and like it's like that yeah, I, that's that's a, that's that's a great pitch. That's a great that's a great. I could see why. Well, it's well written for sure. Your script well written, well plotted, but it's got it's ready. I think the 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 world is ready for these type of stories. Thank you. I certainly hope so. Well, I wish you the ultimate best of luck. I'm sure it's going to do well in more contests. The more you submit to, and uh, are you working on another script right now? Just finishing it, and also uh, got a TV pilot that I'm also just doing as well. So yeah, oh, it's perfect. Busy. That's the way to go. All right. Well, uh, congratulations on the success of it, and it's that's it's, it's a good it's a good story for other screenwriters where you write something when you're like in a different stage of your life, and then kind of like bring it. Make sure you don't erase it. You like <laughs> bring it back and re kind of refresh it, like you know, a decade later, and you got there's something there. Yeah, exactly. Never give up. All right. Let's talk to soon when you win your next uh, screenplay award. Thank you so much. Thanks for your time. Or when this is, becomes a movie. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, Schlemiel, Schlemazel, Hassenbeck Incorporated. We're